Well, hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the newest episode of Xbox One on One. Of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as you can see by the unbelievable amount of advertising I have been doing, we're going to be talking with Joe, creator, of course, of Song of Iron. Uh, this is a game that has taken the indie scene by storm. Uh, he was nice enough to give us about 45 minutes to an hour to not only take live questions, but answer a bunch of questions that we're going to be talking about, uh, finding out some, some, some information about the game, but more importantly, of what made him a developer, a gamer, where he started, all the fun stuff that normally developers don't really get a chance to talk about when they're on their tours to promote their games. Uh, Joe, welcome to the program, brother. How you feeling? Good. Hey, boom. Nice to nice to be here. I really appreciate it. Well, listen, it's it's great to have you a part of, of today's show. Again, for you know, from one indie to another, because obviously <laughs> I'm a small channel. This is a really big deal, uh, and I'm super super stoked to uh, be hanging out with you here today. Um, and, uh, you know what, I, let's, uh, let's, you know, let's ease into, you know, of course, why we're here and that's to talk about your game song of iron. And I, I kind of want to open up with the question as we wait for people to kind of file on in here is sure, sure. what was your, uh, first console or PC experience? Oh man, I, it definitely was Nintendo. It was the original, um, playing, Zelda and all that stuff. I mean, I, I came from the very beginning, uh, but I, the stuff that I, I remember the best is Super Nintendo from the early times. Uh, and that was like Mega Man and Link to the Past and all that stuff. Those were nice. my, my, yeah, that's right, where I started, <laughs> where I cut my teeth. I mean, uh, okay, I mean, so, I mean, like, wh what, do you remember what your first console was? Was it the NES in 85, or it, did you... Was it something later? Yeah, it would have been. It would have been the NES a little bit after '85. I was okay. born in '85, so yeah, we got it a little, a little after that. Okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely the old man in the room. I'm, I had, I got the my NES for my 15th birthday, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely showing my age for sure. Um, but uh, listen, f first of all, I want to welcome everybody here. Um, before we get into the next question, um, you know, obviously, Joe, uh, this is a big deal uh, for you personally because, like I said, your your title. Uh, has made a tremendous amount of waves in the industry. A lot of people that have seen it are very excited for it. But I, I kind of want to talk about some of what got you to this point in your career. You know, sure. this this one is usually tough because uh, I know people <laughs> have a hard time, you know, uh, name. it's like trying to name, uh, you know, uh, rank your kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what for you personally are your uh, top five gaming franchises or games for that matter? Yeah, I, um, man, it's, it is tough, but you know, it's, it's easy too. I think Zelda is a huge one for me. Um, depending on the game in the year, it's maybe number one, it comes and goes on that top, top spot. Uh, from the very beginning up till now, I've loved just about every one of their games, except nice. for Sky, Skyward Sword. I didn't like too much. But, <laughs> Don't let King uh, David hear you say no, that, no, man. I'm he sorry, loves that I'm game. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure it was wonderful for people who, you know, who liked it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Shadow of the Colossus. Um, okay. That's not really a franchise necessarily, but I think all of the games that um, that studio has come out with are just gorgeous, yeah. beautiful worlds and all that. Um, big Halo fan. Um, from the beginning also, I still think 
uh, CEs maybe the best one. I, I can never get over uh, how much I love that, the original. Um, and I, and I'm lucky to have been able to work on Halo, uh, since then. So that was wow, okay. wonderful. Um, but I still love it. Um, which isn't always the case with that sort of stuff. Um, let's see what else, uh, honestly, I, I think if you looked at my play hours, league of legends should have, should be on that list though. I don't okay. really think, of, I don't really think of it as like a favorite game, but I've played, you know, endless amounts of it. Cause I, I love competitive stuff. Um, God of War is good, um, especially the most recent. Obviously, there's inspiration that crosses paths with yes. uh, Song of Iron there uh, a good deal <laughs> as we watch the floppy arm er- <laughs> early development of Song of Iron going on right now, which is fantastic. I love it. Um, yeah, what else? I mean, there, uh, Mega Man also, uh, I have a really kind of like special place in the heart for Mega Man because that's. The that's, a, that's, a, that's a Capcom classic for sure. It's a classic. Yeah, Mega Man X, I just I must have beat that game a hundred times. Um really, really enjoyed that one. Nice. Yeah. Those I might have hit five, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> those those are all great picks. You know, I want you to elaborate on something though, because I didn't actually sure. know this. Um, because obviously this is an Xbox centric show. You said yeah, you yeah. worked on Halo. Yeah, I was um I was at 343 for 6 years that and that ended uh actually in the end of this year or the end of last year. Um I I was an animator or I am an animator. It's my professional uh, okay. trade, I guess. And uh yeah, I worked on 5 and then many years on on Infinite after that. Wow. Wow. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah that, that's that's a big deal, Joe. I mean, obviously, you know, you got a chance to work with one of Microsoft's premier studios. Yeah, I mean, yeah. depending on and again, it, it, it's you know, everyone's going to have a different opinion of how they feel three, four, three is. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, uh, they, they do and are the producers and makers of Halo. And that, mm-hmm. when you say Halo, you you think Xbox. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, and that's uh, that's that's pretty interesting. Um, now, th- th- was uh, the the choice to leave because you wanted to, you know, venture out and do your own thing? Yeah, I had been working on song for by then almost a year and a half, maybe a little bit longer. And okay, it got to the point, and you know, it was, it was growing in popularity, and you know, the response was there, and so I felt comfortable uh, leaving the nice. job to to go full time on on the project um yeah and just you know i also kind of starting as as it was getting bigger and bigger and more people knew about it i was starting to feel like the responsibility to uh deliver on it also and so okay. i wanted to to take that leap and commit to it so you know otherwise it was you know 80 hour weeks and then your creative juices kind of can get burnt out pretty easy so this way I was coming fresh. I'm coming fresh every day since the beginning of the year, and it's been great. And tons of progress has been made because of that and stuff. So, I mean that that's that's a, that's incredible. First of all, thanks so much for sharing that. I, I actually didn't yeah, even yeah. have that in the notes because I I actually did not know that you were uh, the last game you worked on was Infinite, which is obviously going to lo- be launching for the Series X and S mm-hmm. uh, this fall, hopefully. And again, if, if I'm a marketing guy for Microsoft, it's coming out on the 15th of November, which is the 20th anniversary of both uh, <laughs> uh, Master Chief and Xbox, for that matter. So if they can pull that off, because you know obviously they're doing some uh, touch up work right now would be pretty awesome but you know there's there's a story running around that i'm i'm interested to get your opinion on you know your indie game caught uh 
I, I, I suppose you could say notoriety or attention of Microsoft thanks to its popularity on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, first of all, how did that? How the heck did that happen? And how did it make you feel that Microsoft was <laughs> that took the time to be like, wow, this guy's got something here? Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, that that day, that first big Reddit post was, you know, that talk about a hurricane of kind of activity my phone was just i like my phone needed to be plugged in because it was just oh my like god that's great it's just like a non-stop vib vibrating from notifications and stuff because that that was crazy but yeah i over the next week post that thing or even like within the day or two a, a bunch of publishers started reaching out and microsoft through xbox was one of them um just everyone was really interested wanted to know more and all that and it was crazy i mean i that, that was the first time anything like that had happened. So I was very star-eyed um, for almost any of them. And uh, it was, it took some time and I like made sure I took my time with it and learned about it and understood it. And Xbox was the, the clear person to go with. Right. Um, like, absolutely. And then they just being, you know, working with them has been just amazing. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you actually said that because that was actually going to be my next question. Why, why Xbox? But now, now that we know that you actually have a connection with them, you worked for Microsoft who owns 343. Mm -hmm. um, how has been the experience with ID at Xbox? You know, I, I don't know if you got a chance to ever meet Chris Charler. I think he is a gem of the industry yeah. and i and i'm hoping to be able to actually interview him one day um have you ha had did, did you ever get a, a, ch a chance to have a conversation with uh chris no i haven't spoken to him too much directly um but i've talked to a bunch of the people there throughout the program um and it should be said uh before we go too far is that the me working at three for three actually had nothing to do with it uh we even had to do a, a legal review to make sure that there wasn't any bias there. Yeah, it was actually, it was scary for me because it's like, you know, Microsoft's uh, anti-corruption group is like emailing me, asking me questions. And it's like, Holy God, <laughs> what? Really? I mean, that sounds way worse than it is. I mean, Microsoft cares a lot about um, not having the appearance or, or ever doing anything that is sort of untoward, if you will. And so... Oh, I would say they're the white knight of the industry. Yeah, I, they, for sure. They care a lot about it, yes. and, and and they don't just say that. They like I, having been part of it now. Like they definitely believe that, and they really want to be a good company. Um, anyway, like so, I had to go through that, which was terrifying. But it's a, wow. it's very important that they that those things were kept apart, and and a huge part of why you probably don't have it in your notes is like I couldn't say anything. Um, obviously, I the person could say I worked at three for three. But I could I could never connect the two things. Yeah, you couldn't lead with that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, um, what was your question? Now I've gone off. What, my what, why, why? 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 Xbox? <laughs> oh, why Xbox? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, the plan initially was only ever to go to PC through Steam, which is sort of the easy, classic indie route. And so, right. Xbox gave me the the opportunity to, to be on the platform and to be on the platform in a strong way, like okay. joining the, the, the idea at Xbox thing. I'm, you know, I get some perks through, through just like these shows, which is sort of like unpaid advertisement. Um, it's huge to be part of these shows and stuff. And then obviously the being on the store page, like I did with the demo um, for front page of the store for a few hours. And that garnered a ton of attention, which was fantastic. Um, and so there's all these sort of, those are the things that 
that publishers are going to try to get for you and joining with Xbox, I just get that as part of that deal. Um, and so to me, it was, it was a no brainer and you know, the publishers are going to take their cut and uh, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, no, I mean, again, you know, you have enough to already on your plate being, you know, a, uh, you know, being someone that is now developing a, uh, a game that you're, you know, you're sinking your own personal money into mm-hmm. your own personal time, you know, that there's, there's a lot at stake here. So some of those things that you don't have to worry about, especially with Microsoft being the company that they are. And, and like I said, I know people give them a lot of uh, a lot of crap for sometimes uh, doing the extra, but you want that in a company to do that. And I think that they have been, uh, again, if you remember back in the early 90s, uh, when you said Microsoft, a lot of people had a, a lot of distaste for the company. Mm-hmm. And, they totally. cha- and they have changed their image uh, in, in, in almost a, a complete 180. Like when you say yeah. Microsoft now, people are happy to talk about it. But when you say Xbox, what a difference yeah. From 2013 to where we are currently at right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Satya and then Phil have absolutely evolved the mentality of the of the company, and it's showing in what they're producing for us. It's awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. Here's my here's my uh, my, my next question for you. Um, sure. What what particular game made you sit back one day and say, I want to make video games. I want to design these amazing worlds. What, what, what where does your origin start? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, I, I think with anything like that, it's always going to be a small, a bunch of small little things like contributing. But if I had to, <laughs> if I had to pick one, it's gotta be Ocarina of Time. Um, that's a good one, dude. And I, I kind of put like Majora's Mask. It's sort of the sequel. It's all one game to me in a way, because <laughs> um, I really love Majora's Mask also. But I, that was a game where I started to think about what else I could do or what else the game could do. You know, what would make it different or better, or what would I like out of it? And then, you know, I never stopped thinking about that stuff from that point on. Um, I mean, that game is gorgeous. It's amazing. Uh, to this day, it's a good game. It's crazy. I, I would, I would even dare say that it's, it's a game that you could probably uh, most. I, and here's the thing: that those two particular uh, Zelda titles mm-hmm. are games that people play yearly. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that will go back and even, you know, I mean, obviously with graphics, it's, it's not as pretty as it once was, but it, it it's still the Zelda game. Yeah, yep. it's still the game. Yeah, that, that's yeah, interesting. Absolutely. It's, All right, let, let yeah. me uh, let me move on to the next uh, question over here. Um, you know, when Song of Iron was first unveiled at the July twenty third, twenty twenty showcase, mm-hmm. uh, that was big. That was big for you yeah. because I mean that's prime time. That's that's E three time. Um, and obviously, we you know last year we didn't have a traditional E three thanks to of course COVID. So Microsoft, like m- many companies, had to pivot. So the, the you know when you t- when you talk about the, the July twenty third show that was their E three but mm-hmm. we got a chance just this past Friday their first big show um, that was run by Twitch and obviously I've been I've been you know very vocal about how I did not enjoy the show because of its length and and unfortunately due to some of the hosts I wasn't you know didn't did not ha- you know have a a good time watching the games still stood out and yours was one of them for sure we talked that we talked about this uh joe before we went live mm-hmm. and what struck me as a gamer because I, I i know i'm a content producer and all that but at the end my core i'm a gamer 
when the character throws the axe <laughs> and walks and just simply puts the hand back there and it goes back to him. I nearly fell out of my freaking chair of excitement. Um, how how for you as someone that did that did work that you know has worked in the industry with big studios like three four three? How did that make you feel as an indie dev? Oh, I mean, it's been um, it's been a crazy thing from the start when I started putting things in here. Just just the idea of it being in an Xbox show and Xbox like asking me for a trailer to put in a show. It's uh, it's hard to describe how how fun that is um, and how crazy it is to see, have someone say the name of the game and, and all that sort of stuff. It's it's amazing. It's phenomenal. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was watching your stream when it was up and uh, yeah, it was fun to hear everybody reacting and, and chat and stuff. And I've since gone back and watched all the other streams <laughs> to see what people said while I was playing and stuff. And it's, it's fun, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's hard to, uh, it's still hard to believe. And so, yeah, I don't know. I'm just very grateful for the. I mean, is it surreal to see the game that you have made that you spent hours and the midnight hours, you know, trying to get from floppy guy that we saw on the screen <laughs> to what we have been seeing in the trailers? Is 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 it is it surreal? Yeah, it's uh, it's very bizarre. I mean, I I've been doing this for so long that like I'm used to the process. I'm used to the project evolving like this, but having having it be my idea completely and not just, you know, me animating for Halo or something, and all the credit goes sort of to the to the group as a whole. Uh, it's bizarre, because it's my, it's just, here's my brain, everybody. <laughs> Please let me know what you think about it. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I love it, though. It's super fun. I mean, that's great, dude. I mean, yeah. again, obviously, you know, just talking with you, you seem like one of the guys, and I think that is one of the things that jumps off the page for me as as someone that's had, you know, you've been giving me an, an incredible opportunity to interview you. Ah. Um, but um, let me see. Let me see. What, what, what's Before we start getting some questions from the chat, I want to continue down this, uh, this path. Um, I think I might have asked this already, but your your experience working with ID at Xbox, mm -hmm. um, to, it sounds like you've had an incredible, uh, uh, almost admirable time with them. Uh, if someone is um, in, in the in the um, the industry that's a small indie developer, um, you know, w is ID and Xbox something that you would recommend to a new upcoming younger developer that, you know, might want to get into making video games? I mean, I would absolutely recommend checking it out. Um, I think there's different tiers of being part of it and I don't know how they classify it or not. I think, um, but it's absolutely cool. I mean, it, it's been great for me and I, the way th it's, it's more about the attitude that they go into everything with the way they're talking about what they want to do that I like the best. Cause it really is, it's that Microsoft motto, which is like get access to more people to be able yeah. to play or create or whatever it is. And, and you can tell because I'm still able to release on steam, you know, they, they're not completely consuming my studio or, or my game or anything like that. It's just, they really want the game on Xbox. So here you go here. This will help you out. Can I still go on steam? Yep. Go for it. You know? Um, wow. You know, I, obviously it's like, I can't, there's no, no switch or PlayStation or anything like that, but those two things, other than that, it's, you know, I can kind of release where I can and stuff like that. And 
yeah, it's they just want it to be want games on the console. So it's hard to hard to beat that. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's uh, you know, thanks thanks for sharing that because th- these are some of the insights that a lot of people don't get a chance to know about. And yeah. uh, listen, I mean, again, you have more uh, talent in your thumbnail than I have in my entire body, so I'm never going to make a game. I'm just I'm just good at talking. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but you know, as, I, as you can see, this is what nearly made me fall out of my chair yeah, when the axe comes back to him. I mean, come on, who, who doesn't who doesn't think that is ultra cool? Here's a, here's a pretty good question. I don't know if we've heard um you mentioned yet where where's the inspire where did this inspiration for song of iron come from is it conan is it something like vikings is it something like you played in assassin's creed because there's definitely Mm -hmm. a, a, a revenge story right up front yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it, start, it, it, it came together in layers. You know, it started with me just wanting to make something simple. And so I was actually looking at Nidhogg a lot. Oh, okay. On, if you know, I mean, that first uh, indie game that they released, the, like, you know, the, the eight pixel high characters. <laughs> you know, that, that was such an amazing combat system uh, hidden inside of this goofy kind of party game. And uh, I started with that as a kind of a concept. And it grew and grew and grew from there. Um, the story and the and the world actually comes from a, a D&D campaign that I was playing in. Uh, and really? I, yeah. So you're an old school D&D guy. Yeah, me too, brother. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, great. It's so fun. Yeah, it's super great. I've got, where is he? I mean, you're not going to be able to see him very well, but. This is this is uh, basically the character from Dude, the game. Dude, <laughs> you are listen. I'm nerding out right now because yeah. I played with my brother D and D for years, dude, and we had our own miniatures. It's yeah. wow, dude. That's yeah. Awesome. So that yeah, I made, modeled that one up and we 3D printed it and painted it. And stuff. <laughs> that is and, so uh, cool, man. <laughs> and that's that storyline was super fun, and uh, I basically was like, well, this is going to be a great. Uh, story for a game and so i just sort of i knew the story basically as soon as i wow went, i decided to like okay this is going to be real i was like i'm using this story it's going to be really fun yeah so D is at the center of where this story comes from dude that, yeah, joe yeah. that's freaking awesome i mean like yeah. Yeah, who, where else but double barrel <laughs> gaming are you going to get this insight <laughs> folks uh thanks thanks for sharing that that's that's pretty awesome man that's yeah. uh um, I would have never thought because you know what? A lot of people, you know, when, when, okay. When I was a young police officer, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I came in and I wanted to save the world, but I, of course sure. I'm, I'm the new guy and I talked about video games and they broke my <laughs> chops, dude. Uh, and, and I, and I feel that D and D was one of those instances that were not accepted for many, mm-hmm. for many, many, many years. You were considered a nerd or an outcast because you played D and yeah. D, and now it's just so widespread that people still get together, even virtually now because of COVID, yeah. and still roll the twenty sided dice. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is pretty awesome. And to know that the story that we're going to be playing, hopefully soon, there is derived of something that you play that you played as a D and D player is just astounding dude yeah that's yeah. that's freaking awesome <laughs> um i i definitely appreciate you uh uh you know sharing that with us but i, I yeah, have something course. here that i want to ask uh and for me this this is i immediately invoked these feelings um when i first saw uh, song of iron and of course being in the podcasting uh you know uh universe if you will i've heard others uh talk about this 
when they when I first saw your game, I immediately equated it to Play Dead's Limbo and Inside. And I know that you have had to hear that. But my question to you, and if maybe this is new to you, maybe no one's ever told you this before, and if that's the case, awesome, because I ask first. But if you have heard this, those are considered some of Xboxes. I know they're on other platforms, but they started on Xbox. They're considered some of the platform's biggest indie darlings. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel as, as a designer? I mean, that's, um, that's the best compliment that, that you can give me, honestly. Uh, you know, it, I said it started with Nidhogg, but Inside is sort of probably the greatest inspiration for the game. And I just, I really, I love that game. I think I, I, think I turned around and played it instantly over again when I played it the first time. That's um, awesome. It's just, I mean, they did such an amazing job uh, having a really good story that they never speak to ever one time in the game. And um, yeah, I love it. And I, I honestly, I, I think about it as much as I can when I'm making decisions about Song of Iron, like what would they have done in their game um, and stuff like that. And obviously I, the mood and the setting of mine is very different, but or the setting is, but I, I'm actually really after the mood that they set in those games in a lot of places. So, uh, yeah, yeah, huge compliment. I, it's it's a, great to hear that. Well, it, dude, <laughs> it, it, it's it's my pleasure to give it because, like I told you privately, and I know many people in the chat have said it to you as well. This you have something special here for sure, and uh, just based on what we've seen, I, I got a feeling that this is not only going to easily, in my opinion be uh be nominated uh at the end of the year for top indie i, I got a feeling yeah. that after seeing um smaller games um get uh, you know rate uh, you know get involved in the conversation with game of the year this could be one of those dude oh that's crazy now now you're talking crazy no no absolutely <laughs> not i mean listen hades folks oh, man. Well, was nominated game, man. with the big boys like the last of us two and ghost of tsushima so why couldn't song of iron end up in this conversation joe i gotta tell you brother don't be so <laughs> modest i think you're onto something but i want to start taking some questions i'm gonna throw a question up on the screen uh this is from eric franklin he drops a five dollar super chat eric thank you for uh being generous but of course thanks for the question he says hey joe can you please talk about some of the differences between developing on the Series X versus the Series S. Sure. I mean, I can talk a little bit to that. Uh, honestly, the differences are non-existent um, from my perspective, from the way that I'm developing. I mean, to me, uh, since I've sort of structured it in the PC kind of structure, I, I'm as if you had a nice PC or an okay PC. I, I'm just going in and changing a few really basic settings to get the performance to, ma to match as close as possible. Um, so from that perspective, they're all PC units to me, and they work great. And I just have to change the settings a little bit here and there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So, I mean, would you consider working on the Series X and S as simple as potentially working, like, let's say, for PC? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there's, it, there's a, a bit of a tighter restriction just by nature, but, um, but like, the Series X, I... Is probably running as good as my computer, which is a really decent machine. Okay. Um, I, this, the, the X is the least of my problems. It's really, it's the X1 
uh, you know, the is the <laughs> one that I'm like that I have to like really kind of work the dials for to get it okay. to be performance stuff. But the new the new consoles, both of them are just they just run great. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. We knew what we were getting with the X, right? Mm-hmm. But to see the S performing the way it does, it's yeah, that's awesome. It's incredible for sure yeah uh joe i got another cool live question if you don't mind this comes yeah. to us from uh gti5 uh he drops a very generous five dollars chat and says question for the dev are you using velocity velocity um architecture for the game um n- not necessarily but yes at the same time like it's all about it, you know, I'm just smashing the highest specs I can into the system. <laughs> okay. And this is this is where my like, you know, my this is my first game and I'm an artist sort of thing comes into play. It's like I'm using everything I can to make it super performant. Um, okay. And they'll say they'll talk about velocity architecture and stuff. And I just go, well, can I <laughs> can I turn bloom up this high or whatever, <laughs> you know, motion blur up this high or whatever it is. And it, yeah, it's working. All right. Great. Um, and that's sort of. Yeah, I'll 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 get stumped on some of those questions if we get too technical, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm using I'm going to try to use it for whatever it's worth. I mean, I'm going for 4K at 60. Wow. On the, on the X, um, the S, hopefully like 1440 or you know kind of whatever that more native resolution is, and hopefully it all all works real clean. Yeah. I mean that's great. That's that's really interesting. Um, we have a, a, our good friend. Uh, he's a big Viking fan. Wandering Dutch is in the chat. He says, "Good hey. day, Boom and Joe." You know who Wandering Dutch is? I mean, of really, who, who doesn't know yeah, who the yeah. Wandering Dutch is? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be on his show later today. Actually, oh <laughs> well, there you freaking go. That's yeah. awesome. I, did, I didn't even know that. I'll be tuning in and dropping a super chat in there. Talking um, about tours. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. You know what? Um, we're we're we are all as a smaller. Yeah, listen. The, the thing with with uh, YouTube is that, like the gaming industry, it's loaded with talent, um, and you know it's 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 hard. It's hard to get get your name out there. I have been extremely fortunate and lucky. Um, I've been very transparent of my former career as being a New City police officer. What what you see is what you get with me. There's there's no shenanigans, and I think that's you know. You giving us these smaller channels an opportunity to sit down with you, Joe, is 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 tremendous because sure, you're gonna get the call from the IGNs, you're gonna get the Kotakus. I'm sure you're gonna even you know, you're gonna get even some of the maybe even some of the, the, the news publications, but to you know, to take the time to sit down with us is is we're very grateful for sure. It, it goes both ways, man. I, I haven't gotten any of those calls yet. But that's I, a shame. I'm, I'm that's waiting, a shame. I'm waiting half I will I'll wait for them, but no, I, you know, I'm in the same position in a lot of ways. And so I'm more than happy to jump on all sorts of these. I, I really like talking about games and talking, you know, it's fun to talk about Song of Iron, but I really like talking about games in general. And so I'm very happy to, yeah, happy to do it. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, I, I'm actually going to segue right into a question that I actually didn't send you. But this one, again, no, nothing risque here. You know, when Joe, when you're talking about single developed titles, mm-hmm. Uh, many in the industry, including myself, uh, immediately uh, harken back to titles like Dust, an Elysian Tale by Humble Hearts, right? That was one dude that made that game. Uh, the Falconeer by Tomas Sala, which, yeah. is, which launched on the Xbox Series X. I mean, come on. I mean, that that's huge. And that game is gorgeous. Yeah, awesome. Um, you know, you have um, the Zelda-inspired. I know that you, you're you going to be playing this game. <laughs> title from Andrew, um, I believe it's pronounced Soldis. 
Uh, he yeah, has uh, obviously, right yeah, 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 he obviously, <laughs> yeah. There you go. He he has Tunic coming out, which I cannot wait to play. And now we're talking about Song of Iron. Um, how does seeing so many of your peers find success on X on the Xbox platform excite you for your own title? Uh, it's, I mean, it's super exciting. You know, it shows it shows that Xbox cares and it shows that they give the support to to the developers that they're interested in, and so. I'm I'm just really excited that the precedent is there for it, and so I mean, though I I look at both of those games as massive successes and just amazing products. So, like I haven't played Tunic, obviously, but I it's going to be hard to be let down. It looks gorgeous. It looks so it fun. Do, it um, look, yeah. And so I, you know, I'm I'm uh, to be thought of as part of that group is as a bizarre feeling, but uh, I'm very humbled <laughs> to hear it. You know, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, listen, again, I, I, you know, you, you see the people in the chat. We have almost 300 people here, and, and they're, they're, they're not here to talk for me to talk. They're here to listen <laughs> to you because, obviously, you have an incredible game coming out. But those games um, are all and you know, had good success. I would even dare say great success yeah. on the Xbox. And, and again, I, I really think you're going to see that with yours. Uh, I, we have another question that came in from a good friend of the show, J.D. Gamer. Uh, he drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, will this game be a complete self-contained unit or will you be adding additional DLC or other modes at a later date? Can you, can you answer that? Yeah. So um, I, I'm going as traditional as it comes with this and it's, okay. you know, you'll buy it up front and then you've got the game. I definitely intend to support it for a bit after there's no like multiplayer or anything. So there's not like a, a major support needed, but I just want to make sure it's running really well. I want of to course. expand languages, you know, from whatever I've launched to, you know, to be more like that and any sort of little issues people might have. But uh, the goal, if everything works out, is this This is really more of a trilogy. Um, and there's this. I, I've said so little about the story because I'm terrified to spoil stuff. But there is a <laughs> there's like there's a there's a story in here that I think people will really like it comes from that dnd campaign oh this and is great i'm so excited to hear the response to it and some people may hate it and some people i think will really really like it and i think that's a great place to be um but it's only the beginning i i, I really have like a, a three sort of chapter story in mind oh, um, yeah you heard that here live on the <laughs> air folks we have a trilogy in the making i love it i absolutely love it um yeah it's really exciting <laughs> yeah I, I, like i said i you know when, when you when you talk about uh where this came from uh this is i again it's 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 so refreshing to hear that something as epic as what we're seeing and mind you we've only seen a, a, i would imagine the tip of the axe so to speak because uh, you know, you know, you don't want to give too much away. But here, here's my next question. Uh, you know, for you, mm-hmm. what what have been your influences in other games to be brought in your own way to Song of Iron? I mean, obviously, the God of War flying axe. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I try not. I try so hard not to look at God of War too much, especially you know the newest ones, like so close in a lot of ways. Um, the Flying Axe was a mix of, like, yeah, it's really good in that game. And then, you know, <laughs> Thor and, you know, the Nordic stuff, which is where they got it. Yeah, so absolutely there. Um, uh, like I was saying, Inside and, and that, I get a ton of inspiration from that. I actually journey uh, massive inspiration for a lot of things in the game, which, and then, and then Shadow of the Colossus also. I mean, all of these games, like, 
all three of those games are so well put together worlds that the story just sort of bleeds out of the edges and you barely need to say anything about it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be that, you know, do that that well, but I'm definitely after that aesthetic. I want you to, there's a little bit of dialogue, very little bit, but the world should be telling you a lot more than what I actually say in the game. And uh, now, now, is any of that inspired by something like a limbo or like an inside? Because remember those games, you were not told anything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think, and that's why I love those games so much. I mean, they did so much with so little from that perspective. And but you're just totally engrossed in the world. You believe it. You want to be part. You want to keep finding out more about it. And I, I'm absolutely going after that with, with Song of Iron. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna put up another question that we had from uh, the chat. Is really flying. Um, let me see if I could find it here. Um, man. I, I should I should have I should have highlighted it when I saw it um, because now I've lost it. I, I, I'll ask for it again if you drop it in. I'll give you a shout out. Who did? They, people are in, in the chat are asking: Is there going to be an RPG esque leveling up system or upgrade to the weapons? Because we've seen a fire axe, yeah. we've seen the lightning axe. Uh, can you can you can you elaborate on that, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a, this is a, another inspiration. A lot of this comes from the Mega Man X sort of side of stuff so ah nice uh, dude nice in Mega Man X you basically go and you find the helmet then you find the boots then you find the chest and the gun right and then you just have it now you've slowly become that and that's what's going on in Song of Iron you're you're looking for the gear and the gear holds all of the goodies if you will so the the concept of combat in general is a barroom brawl I want you to grab the the, the stool, break it over someone's back, throw, throw the boat broken leg at the next guy, and then go grab the next thing. And so all of the weapons, the shields, everything can be gotten rid of, and you can go and get more of it. And then the fire axe is actually the gauntlet, and you just light the axe on fire, basically, because you have this gauntlet. And so any weapon can become a fire weapon. Oh, okay. You know, once you unlock lightning and fire, then the arrows can become lightning or fire. And you're not finding the specific thing. It's you just have the ability now uh, to do to do that. And there's a magic bar. So, you you know, you have some resources. But the whole idea, I just want people to grab stuff and spend it to win and then collect back up at the end what they want to move on with. Nice. Um, Yeah, I don't want it to be precious. So I don't want you to feel bad about throwing and losing an axe. There's more. You'll find another one. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. So, 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 so do the weapons break or you can lose them? You, I mean, you can lose them just by like throwing them and they get blocked and kind of thrown off. Uh, okay. The, I keep going back and forth on actually breaking them. Uh, it may happen. We'll see. That might be like a, a final moment decision depending on how uh, it feels. But the shields can be broken. They'll, you know, they take a few hits and slowly break down, and and will be destroyed. And then you got to grab another one off a off an enemy or something. Um, and yeah, and then arrows break, so you have to keep. You know, they. You sh- I shoot a lot of them in the trailers, but they they do break, and you can pick them up if they're not broken. But so, you know, you have to be careful with the arrows. They're really strong, but you can run out of them. 
Okay, uh, that's that's good yeah, to know. Yeah. That's that's definitely good to know. Um, uh, a good friend of the show, a showrunner in his own right, um, Enrique. He says really he really enjoy, likes the aesthetic of the game. Um, now Thank is you. is are there gonna are there environments that we're gonna experience that have not been uh, seen yet? Yes, there definitely are. Um, there's a couple more. I mean, we've seen forest. We've seen some of the, a little bit of the cave stuff, not a ton of it, little bits of shots and then snow. And then there's, uh, there's the secret one that no one will see until they play. And then, uh, some variations of those. Um, yeah. But that's super, that's super, yeah. super exciting. What, what about, can, can you, can you elaborate on the lighting? Cause I'm, I've had a chance to watch this obviously, but I'm watching it live on air. Some of the lighting, Joe, especially in the cave sequences mm -hmm. are, it's just astounding. <laughs> Thanks. I, I mean, there's not too much go. Well, so any of the outdoor scenes, uh, the world are, the world's built out like a full 3d open world. Basically. Um, you're just stuck on one slice of it. And so I've got a real sun moving through the sky and, um, and that's doing a lot to make it feel supernatural and super realistic. And then the caves and stuff. I mean, I have to give unreal a lot of credit because yeah. it just looks really good and I'm not doing anything crazy and I'm very intentionally <laughs> trying to keep things really simple in that regard. And it's just working really, really, really well. Yeah. That's great. So, so it's being, it's being done on the unreal engine four. Yeah, this is Unreal Engine 4, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is there a chance, um, obviously, you, you kind of talked about that this might might be a trilogy. Um, mm -hmm. when, uh, the, when the Unreal Engine 5 is finally released, w would you consider switching to that? Or would you continue the work with the to, to keep everything to look, you know, in, in cadence, so to speak? Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I, I want to move up. Um, the, the objective with the visuals in general is to make a super immersive, realistic feeling game as much as I can. And uh, what they're doing on that seems uh, absolutely incredible. And so I'd love to, I definitely will try it. Whether or not it, you know, it works out, we'll see. But I definitely want to, uh, to give that a shot. Nice, nice. Yeah. I do have an. I do have a question that I, I probably should have asked in the beginning, but you know, obviously, you know, you get you get carried away with the, with, with the heat of the moment, so to speak. Yeah, um, no be, being a Zelda fan, uh -huh. be, and, and and you obviously named you name drop some big ones. <laughs> Are there secrets that we as gamers could miss? Like in mine or just in games in general? Or in Zelda? No, no th this particular, in Song of Iron, are, are, are there secrets that we could miss? Like maybe a particular weapon if we're not looking for it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I want to, as much as exploring as a side scroller can have, I'm trying to hide things here and there. The demo had a, a sword hidden in it um, that a few people found, but not everybody. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, just some subtle stuff like that. And uh, nothing crazy. Like, I don't want people to be... Well, maybe a few really hard to find things for for the real <laughs> for people who really want to look, but uh, there'll be a few things here and there, but nothing too crazy. I mean, listen, it's this is the question that we talked about before we went into the live stream, which is what mm -hmm. we're here doing today. Um, and I, if people have been asking. I, I would feel remiss uh, if I didn't ask myself. Is there a release date that you can give us live on the air or, 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 or at least an inkling? I mean, it's coming out in 2021 for sure. 
uh, I know that we talked uh, about about this behind the scenes. Can can you give the fine folks that tuned in for today's show and who will eventually catch this on a replay, if there's anything you could give us? Yeah, I'm. I I don't have a date for myself. Uh, I have some windows for sure, um, and it, it should be coming in the summer if everything continues to go on the line it's going now. It should be it should be out by the end of summer. Um, nice. I, I, I'm always just as afraid of promising anything because part the fear with the one man kind of job going on is that I could get sick or my computer could blow up or whatever thing could happen. And then there goes, there goes a week, you know, of a hundred percent, nothing happening. And so that could really hurt. Um, yeah. And I just don't want to make promises that I can't keep. And that's, uh, it'll be a terrible first uh, foot forward for a new studio, one man thing, <laughs> but I, everything right now is is on pace, assuming no, catast- no catastrophic problems happen by the end of summer. We should be able to see it. People, nice, it. yeah, nice. Uh, I definitely, definitely appreciate that. I mean, um, you know what? One of the questions that I did not ask, uh, and again, this is because you know I, it, it, we're just palling around here, and, I, and again, I, I got to tell you, this is like talking to a. Uh, we just met Joe, and I feel like I'm talking <laughs> to my best friend, which is which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For you, and I, I didn't ask this question, but because you are an indie developer, do, uh, uh, you know, and who has worked in the industry from from a from a AAA uh, standpoint, sure. what are your top three indie games for you? Oh man, yeah, it's tough. It, there's so much good stuff, and it's so varied that it's like hard, hard to categorize it, right? Like I, I, I think Limbo, or probably inside of the two of those, would be maybe the top one i think journey is gonna fight journey's great that. dude yeah journey's, journey's fantastic so good it's so good and i i've played it too many times um <laughs> and then i i mean i've played a lot of rocket league i don't know if i remember that game was free for game. playstation uh plus uh plus yeah. members i it's just i can't, I can't believe where that game came from where it is now it's incredible yeah it's it's wild how that's grown and it, like i i forget that it's kind of an indie game it is an indie game um really really enjoy it um and i that's one of those like i've played so many hours it'd be sort of a lie if i didn't include that one in the list <laughs> okay not that, listen um, i i platinum did yeah. on playstation <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's such a good it's such a good game and i i love competitive stuff and it's the closest to a real sport in a lot of ways that we've it, got in gaming and so yeah it's yeah awesome. Absolutely. So here's a, here's a small fun question. Uh, 2021 is already looking. I mean, we've had some major AAA games delayed for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and obviously that's going to happen uh, uh, with with COVID. Uh, but th- for the indies, what is your personal? I mean, obviously you say Song of Iron. I'm like, well, he's cheating because it's his game. <laughs> he's most anticipated. But for you. What is your most anticipated indie game of 2021? Because uh, the idea at Xbox, uh, again, the presentation wasn't good, but some of the games there, it, it is a, it is astounding, Joe, yeah. that something like a Stalker 2 is considered indie. I know. <laughs> we need new classifications or just absolutely games again. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, that's a tough one. I, you know, I, I'm really interested in what they do with 12 minutes i think that that looks fantastic it's so different that i'm I'm just so drawn in by by how far he's gone with that or tried to take it so i'm definitely very very much looking forward to that and um the ascent i think 
from oh, like dude. a visual yeah. standpoint it just looks so wonderful 14 people on that dev team uh yeah it's Joe. incredible yeah and um i've been playing a lot of valheim so i can't discount that either <laughs> i mean what a great game uh super super good yeah Nice, nice. Well, listen, yeah. Joe. I, I have one more question for you, and then we'll get sure. we'll get you out of here because you definitely got to you know you got to keep this uh, this uh, <laughs> momentum uh, tour. going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, JD Gamer drops another five dollars super chat and says, "How hard has it been to develop this by yourself? And is there any voice acting in the game? A la, are you voicing any of the characters or narrating?" It has been um, really fun to work on by myself. Uh, there's definitely a lot of moments where I get stuck on stuff uh, that I don't know, and I've got to turn to the internet for a lot of help. Um, I learned how to code for this, basically. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, I'm not an effects artist. I'm not an environment artist, necessarily. And so there's a ton of stuff. That it, but learning at this point is just, like, the most enjoyable thing for me. And, and ha then being able to produce something out with that, that like, kind of knowledge has been a total blast, even if sometimes it's tough. Uh, it's always fun. Now, would um, you, if you were, if you were stuck with something, would you reach out to another indie developer, maybe that you that you're that you're friends with? Because I like like podcasters, we, we all speak. So, it, yeah, is yeah. it safe to say that you that that a lot of the indie developers kind of still hang out in the same circles? Yeah, I know. I know it definitely happens. I'm not super part of that, and that's just me not doing it, um, not out of any reason other than probably laziness or like fear and just wanting to go heads down and not like feeling like I'm part of that. But I, I, I definitely, I'm pretty, I post a lot on the unreal subreddit and Oh, okay. Great. So you get help a, from there. You get a lot of help through that sort of, yeah, people are so great there and um, unreal has so much documentation and people just making videos about stuff that it's, it's been really great, but I've definitely, when I did the demo, I had to reach out to some people just to get that sort of like Xbox information. Um, which is generally kind of held pretty secretly. Um, so you don't get to, you got to sign all sorts of NDAs to get access to it and stuff. And, <laughs> um, so that's where it kind of gets, it get, it becomes scary because then you're really in this realm that you don't know. It's like yeah. a business realm and, you know, you got to put out, fill out all these forms and I'm terrified that I'm going to, you know, <laughs> commit fraud or something <laughs> or whatever. But that's, yeah. All yeah, right. Well, it's it, been well, pure fun. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, Joe. I, I honestly, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to hang out with us. Uh, this is, dude. This has been like we knew each other for years, uh, and <laughs> and, I, and I hope that you obviously. This is, you know, most of my shows are 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 done live. I, I don't. I do videos, but I prefer being live in front of the camera. It's it's where I I, I thrive for me personally. And yeah, to have yeah. you here today, it's it's a it's a, a huge honor for me, and I hope that we get your game some press. And shame on the uh, the big gaming media that you haven't <laughs> been asked to. I mean, listen, I I would have thought you would have been like, hey, boom, Greg Miller uh, sat me down <laughs> on kind of funny. If you, how are you not on kind oh, of funny man. at least? That's a good it, question. I mean, I, I'm gonna have to reach out to Greg, even though he doesn't know who the hell who the hell I am. I'm gonna have to reach out to Greg Miller and get you on there because listen, I think everyone needs to support you on this. I think that what you're doing, the, first of all, again, we we've only been uh, the tip of the act, so to speak, scene of the game. So I am thrilled that a you were here, but b I'm gonna get a chance to play this in 2021. I think you have something special here, and when it's nominated uh, for uh, uh, in, in indie game of the year circles and. Potentially, 
even in the big uh, game of the year conversation, we're going to have you back on. So you can you can you can uh, relish in the success for sure. Uh, (laughs) Joe, uh, why don't you tell everyone about where they could reach out to you on social media? But more importantly, um, any, any more information you'd like to give us on Song of Iron? Sure. I'm, I'm most active on Twitter and that's just at song of iron. Um, it's, you can find it on steam right now to wishlist, but obviously we're a big Xbox group here. So we'll have to wait a little longer for that page to go live, but it will. And then, so you'll be able to be ready for it there. Don't worry. I'll be blasting it out. And I'm sure. I'm sure oh, I will, will help, help you will advertise help, for, yeah, for sure. We'll help uh, <laughs> spread it to his guys. But, uh, you know, Song of Iron is, it's my first game. I'm very excited. Um, I'm very excited to hear, you know, your reaction to it and the reaction to the new trailer from everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm over the moon about that. Uh, I hope it can live up to that hype. I, you know, I'm trying to do a small condensed game so I can do everything in it is good and not a bunch of okay things spread out over many, many hours. Everybody okay. talks about their big backlogs. And so I... I hope this one will enter and then exit backlogs because it's intended to be more consumable. And, you know, in theory, you could play it on a decently long night uh, and and get through it. And I I, I like that because it's different. I think a lot of games are pushing for infinite hours. And I'm just trying to give you something that I hope you really like. Walk away with some really great moments and then hopefully you're excited for the potential sequels if everything goes, goes again well. that's right maybe you heard it live here we're getting yeah. a trilogy of song of iron uh, I, I love it i love it uh but joe thanks again for being here brother thank you for over 300 people being here and not only supporting this small channel but supporting joe uh some of the questions have been really fantastic i want to thank yeah. all the super chats that have come in uh of course the generosity cannot be denied and uh joe uh we definitely got to get you back on maybe get you even in on it just as, as a regular panel member just to talk about games in the future Uh, but thanks so much for being here thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, obviously Xbox One on One is a new program Uh, I have a few other developers that I'm talking to right now nothing to announce yet but um, obviously Joe thank you for being my first guest on this new program for the show and uh, again thank you for being here and uh, listen folks if you enjoyed this please 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 hit the like button and share this out on social media let people know about Song of Iron and then I got a chance to sit down for almost an hour with joe developer of song of iron take care everyone and we'll see you on the next and newest episode of xbox one-on-one <laughs>